Welcome to Trinity. We're a church family learning how to follow Jesus in the city of Baltimore. Our vision is to see the church on fire and the city alive. Well, as Johnny said, it doesn't take a genius uh, to see darkness all around us today with illness and anxiety and death and war and killings and deceit, depression, conflict, relational breakdown, despair, sorry for the doom and gloom, but we need light. We need light. And the Christian claim is that in Jesus's birth, light within the darkness of the world has broken in has broken in and is available to us now. And this is exactly what Isaiah is all about, is what we've been singing about, is what we've been reading about. God's people were in dark times, and Isaiah is prophesying that a child will be born to bring light into the darkness. And this child, as we've been singing, has been given four names, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so let's have a look at what each of these names actually mean. Firstly then, Jesus is the Wonderful Counselor. Many of us will know what it's like to be facing an issue in our lives where we need wisdom, where we're in a situation where we have no idea what to do or what to do next. Perhaps we're grappling with habits that we can't seem to break and don't know how to. Relationships that are painfully complex, hurt within us that we just can't escape, we can't run away from. Perhaps routines and life structures that with just a little bit more willpower, we'll see the results, we'll see the breakthrough that we're longing for. Children, family members that we don't know how to connect with, we don't know what to say. Decisions about our present careers, future careers. We all need wisdom to live. Yet it would seem that our wisdom is somewhat limited. Mine certainly is. And I've discovered that I can actually cause more harm by thinking that I can fix things in my life and fix things for other people. But this claim is saying Jesus is the counselor, the one who holds all wisdom. It says in the scripture that God knows you better than you know yourself. What a claim. What an amazing claim that God knows you better than you know yourself. I discovered this when I became a Christian at the age of 21. I had a tangible experience and encounter with God, which completely changed my life upside down. And when I accepted the gift of Jesus into my life, it's like I received new eyes, like a new vision. I saw the world in a completely different way overnight. I had become so self-obsessed, so self-interested. The world completely revolved around me and everything I was and everything that I did. And it actually began to cause me quite a lot of anxiety 
a lot of anxiety and fear and insecurity and such a narrow and small view of my own life and the world. And honestly, a world that completely depended upon me. And so when I encountered God, the world opened up as I realized I was part of something so much greater and I had a part to play in it. It was a relief that I didn't have to be in charge of my own life. But there was a person, the person of Jesus, who knew far greater than I did about me and the world. And in my 20 years of following Jesus, I can safely say and testify that my life has been so much more fulfilling than I could have ever, ever hoped. It's not been easy, but when I compare it with what was before, it has been so much deeper and so much more meaningful. Secondly, Jesus is named Mighty God. The word mighty, it means God of strength, God of power, God our warrior. It's like my favorite. And the gift of Jesus in our lives, it means power. He gives us his power in order that we might be able to live the lives that are beyond our ability, be able to live the lives that God intends us to live. Jesus does not only give counsel, but gives us the power and the strength to live it out if we allow him to. And I've seen the power of God displayed in my life. I've seen people physically healed and experienced the tangible power of God in practice. And I've not just experienced good counsel, the wisdom of God in my life, but I have been set free from anxieties and fears and insecurities and habits by the power of God. And this isn't a psychological positive mindset but strength and power beyond ourselves to enable us to live. This is the gift on offer. You know, we're not talking about a passive God, but a warrior God who's on our side. He's on your side and he's on our side, wanting to fight our battles if we'll let him in his way. Thirdly then, Jesus shows us the everlasting father. It's written in the Bible that we are children of God, adopted into God's family. One of the clearest desires within the human heart is a desire for belonging. We want to belong to something or someone. This is how we're wired. No psychologist would argue with that. However, this is broken. Every family system, institution, community group, it's great value, but relationships are not straightforward. Receiving this gift means being invited into God's family, a place to belong where we are seen and known, accepted and loved. And God says he will never leave nor forsake us. And so we can rest assured and secure in knowing we will never be alone, left or abandoned. Finally then, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. The Bible talks about God's peace is a peace that goes beyond circumstance. It's a peace that goes beyond our understanding. Basically, this means peace in the dark. Peace within the circumstances, 
which otherwise might bring despair and hopelessness. And we see this so clearly in Louise's story. You know, in the darkest valley of her and George going through the pain of cancer treatment and death, George is experiencing peace. I mean, this is upside down. This is miraculous peace. Not something that you would expect to know without God's loving presence. Following Jesus, it doesn't mean a happy, clappy life. Far from it. But it does mean that there is peace available that goes beyond our current circumstances. And ultimately, beyond this life. Later on in the Bible, we're told to cast our cares onto Jesus because he cares for you. We all carry cares. We've all brought cares into this room. Layers of guilt, perhaps shame and regret. And they can build up day by day, year by year, with nowhere to place them. The gift of Jesus means we can offload these to him. And the benefit is to receive a miraculous peace. The hard part for us is letting go and allowing him. To close then, we're not just singing beautiful songs, which they are beautiful, about a fairy tale story long ago, but reminding ourselves of the greatest gift who has ever lived and lives by his spirit today, Jesus Christ. Christmas is a fresh invitation to receive him and all the benefits he brings to our lives. And as we know, gift is the word for grace. There's nothing in your past or in my past, there's nothing in my present, your present or future that can obscure this gift. All we simply have to do is receive it if you want him. So why don't we pray? Jesus, we thank you for your name, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we come this evening, Lord, so many different situations, so many different places. But we acknowledge this gift. And we ask, Jesus, that you would make yourself known to us tonight. We want to receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen.